0: for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is...
2: Happy Thursday everybody. Welcome into Old School 937. Take it to ticketfm.com. Ticket, I am Rico joined by DP and Jay Foreman, the real hosts of Old School. 402-464-5685. Join us on the Honda Blinken Hotline, the sutter Heyman Text Line for this wonderful 2-hour conversation. Say? What?
1: What did you just say?
2: I said you guys are the real hosts of Old School.
1: This is Jay's show. Are we just hanging out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh okay, my bad. DP <laughs> and Jay Foreman, the real host of old school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but okay. you but Rico, don't don't be like one of one of one of the, our kids and stuff and try to backtrack on what you said. He said And I'm Rico, the real host I, of I this just No show. I didn't. I I, 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 guarantee I said, I'm Rico, joined what, what, by uh, DP
2: and Jay Foreman, the real host of no, Old
3: School. No, we'll, we'll wait. Just because we'll I'm bringing hit, it we'll in hit doesn't hit, make it. me the host. That's we'll, what I'm saying. Listen here, listen here, Rico. We're, we're, we're gonna wait till Thickums comes in. Thickum Nick, thick, thick Nick. I
2: thought I was doing something right.
3: Thick-a-less. Thickless. Thickless. <laughs> oh, but his nudity—he's definitely a waterhead, though.
2: Thick- that name has actually stuck. Waterhead. No, no Thickless. Yeah. No matter how much he I told kept him, saying. he
3: needs to embrace it. Yeah. I mean. Because you're not on he's not on the bro the bro workout. He's on the
1: thick workout. Yeah, what well, yeah, what what
3: what's what kind of workouts is he doing? Is he doing like bush light, the bush light arm curl. I think he's, uh, I think yeah.
2: when he actually goes to workout, I think he's just doing like bench and squats. Twenty
3: ounce. But have you seen him, curls? But have you seen him put that uh 937 the ticket hat on? Yeah. It's like dome. That thing is stretched. It's a flex dumb. fit. It's a flex fit. That thing is just it's already fully flexed. It's just a Fit.
1: no it's a stretch fit right one size fit all no it it size, says one size fits most yeah and he's right on the edge yeah. of most no it says inside the label it fits most except nick, <laughs> nick right yeah,
3: unless just, you have a big old barbecue pit head
1: he he does have he's sputnik he really does have he had his, a milk jug for a head he really he really does that's why he didn't
3: play football Boy, he'd be <laughs> just imagine he'd be special Jim. order helmet. Hey, right? Been, we, we, had, we we actually
2: had a dude in high school who whose head was massive, and they had to special order a helmet for him.
1: He he have been in, in practice for the Huskers wearing the red helmet. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yep. He got the spe- He got the special helmet. Goodness
1: gracious, especially <laughs> built
2: for him they're like for now let's just put the leather helmet on you because because you know you can stretch it out a little bit more it that's when you just bit. tell
1: them you go don't get in the three-point stance just there's no way you're getting that head back up right. <laughs> it just,
2: have you it's, seen him get in a three-point stance
1: no <laughs> I'll, I'll
2: show you guys in the break. take some work i'll show you guys in the break <laughs> it takes some work well just when he look it's it, it's got a heavy head <laughs>
1: That's what I said. you right. just like no. You're stand up in bro. it's it's We're...
2: it's straight legs, butt up in the air, head down.
1: He, he's a, he's a stand up nose tackle. There's no there's like.
2: <laughs> Eric says, "Are we roasting thickless already?"
1: <laughs> just, that wasn't the plan, but it just kind of walked. Oh,
2: and then Joe says, "Ouch! The hat doesn't fit me either." Watermelon head, really? <laughs> I guess Joe got a watermelon head. No, too.
1: Joe. Joe actually got a medium hat though. Oh, so you yeah. just got a smaller you, you, hat. Yeah, you, we can get you a bigger hat. That there's nothing bigger than what for, what, <laughs> what Nick has what Nick requires. That's as far as it goes. Who do you think has the hugest dome on the Huskers? Who has the huge like the, the big mm. huge dome? Cause some of the linemen have some. I'm sure they got Some nognes. of the linemen got
2: big old heads. Yeah, noggins. But got I nuggins. feel like there's gonna be somebody that you're not expect I I gotta take a look at the running backs. Yeah. Running backs have big heads too.
1: No, I mean, Yan's he, he got the biggest dome, but no, his his isn't. Hickson Hickson's got 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 crater head. He's got the big dome. Banks doesn't have a huge. Banks dome. doesn't have. Banks has a lot of hair. He's just a lot of hair. Have- Nori's Nori's got a dome. Nori's Nori got, you got, got you. yeah. Nori might be yeah. be the one. And then defensive line, probably Nash. I guess. I'm yeah, right. yeah. We'll have to check out. You know, we got to check still, the new guys.
3: Head, head head swells up when you head in wrestling.
1: <laughs> All right. Did, did we shot? Did we shot out? Our sponsor. We did
2: yeah. not. Old school, sponsored by Sandhills Global. They have hundreds of jobs available here at the Global global Headquarters here in Lincoln. Head to Jobs today and apply. Jobs apply today. Hundreds of job opportunities available at Sandhills Global.
1: Uh, I have to say this while Jay is here, um, so that you guys know. So you guys are set up at. Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. So I have to tell you both while you're here. Uh, we'll talk about it at 10 o'clock hour, but you're set up. So just when you go to Mary Ellen's, just tell them I'll give you the code and okay. off you go. You're set up for, for meals, though. They'll, they'll make you plates. So to do that, um, Jay, I wanted to ask you about the, 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 the Greer family.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, what... they're pretty like uh, quiet as kept, a very unique you know, football, sports family. Um Bobby Greer had been in the NFL, I think, even back like when my dad was playing. Mm-hmm. Um and Bobby was assistant GM uh when I was in Houston, but uh he was in New England when I was in Buffalo. Uh so I'd been knowing Bobby since I was, you know, a kid and knowing of him definitely as a kid and definitely um you know, him you know my dad had a ton of res- or has a ton of respect for him. Um uh he's a, he, you know what's crazy is you think you know you think of Ozzy Newsom right yep Bobby Greer is is on the same level but just was always behind the scenes because he never was the quote-unquote face of the GM you know or of the team but he's always been the guy that's been the advisor uh and really you know I can speak specifically being down in Houston he was a guy that uh kind of and you know this, went behind, you know, Charlie Castley and kind of just cleaned up all of his, you know, little messes or big messes and tried Piles to make it. of pile, poo. And tried to make them. <laughs> I mean, he freshened up some pretty crappy situations, <laughs> um, you know, to kind of keep the team afloat and kind of keep the team somewhat competitive. So, um, and then, you know, his uh, son, uh, Chris, and then he had a, a, the one who played in the NHL. Now he's a, a GM now. Um, again, it's just a background of, of, of breaking barriers, um, doing phenomenal work and, uh, you know, it's, you know, yeah, you know, we're talking about it because obviously he's an African-American GM in a predominantly, you know, white sport and hockey, but, you know, he's a pretty dang good evaluator of talent and a pretty well-respected, uh, you know executive in the NHL so that's what I'm focusing on but yeah the Greer family has done some really really good things um you know I know Jake didn't like did not like the the you know the one son down at Miami but um up until this point I think he's done a decent job I mean I probably would have probably go back and forth on the Brian Flores thing but I don't think he probably had fully control of that but uh um everywhere they've been they've been successful and they've worked their way up and um You know, yeah, I mean, I think Bobby kind of set the path for him, Uh, probably definitely opened some doors for him, but I think they've all kicked those doors in and then made their own, uh, you know, name and place wherever they're at.
1: I mean, Greer, Mike Greer was uh, in the NHL. He went through the Caps for a bit, the Sabres for a bit. Uh, But to have two brothers – in leadership positions in two different sports, at right. the top of those sports.
3: Yeah, you can't get any higher.
1: Like, I, what are the odds that? First of all, I mean, are, can you think of any families where one brother's in the NFL and the other brother's in the NHL?
3: No, because they usually. I mean, right? Like, yeah.
1: I can't. I can't think of of a, of a family that produced an NHL sibling and a NFL sibling together. So text line. If there's somebody that comes to mind, let me know. Let us know. Um, But I couldn't think of anybody. And then for them to both get into management, get into the executive lanes, and then of course for Mike um, to become a GM uh, for the San Jose Sharks is just
3: huge. Yeah, it's huge for you know the Greer family. Huge for the NHL. It's huge for and it's also huge for San Jose Jose Sharks as well. They're getting a guy that knows uh, you know hockey, played the game. Um and he played it through, yeah he played it the right way years, and and man. you know, to be honest with you, he played it at a somewhat harder time for a minority in in general to kind of be respected and play well, so he's kind of had the hard path of going you know going up through the ranks of hockey, and you know to be honest with you baseball ho- baseball's probably the hardest to make it to the majors. I think hockey's the second because you know you got to come up through the farm system at such an early age. And you'll be playing whether it's the OHL or you decide to go to college X Y and Z. You just never Thomas, know. you
1: just come on. That's <laughs> <laughs>
3: they be killing Nick, man. They-
1: <laughs> Thomas, that's hilarious.
3: Yeah, that's pretty good. And, and so, uh, just scroll up. There's more. Uh, he sends them like every I day. I know.
1: I know. Just he's killing him. So when you think of guys like
3: Greer and stuff, is good, but his dad has showed him how to leadership position. So it kinda it's kind of like you know rare. you talk about table talk or like family talk over like holidays. <laughs> what do you? What, yeah. What but, do you,
1: what's going on with you? Yeah, oh. but they're but <laughs>
3: what they're seeing is is how their dad came up through it. He kind of like set the foundation um, of success, and they've kind of take it their own way. I mean, when you came up through hockey, like I was saying, it's hard to get to the NHL. Um, then he gets there, makes his way, um, you know, kind of a, like a rotational player, third or fourth line, right? So you're when you're third or fourth line in, in hockey, you know, you could be up and down, whether it's an injury or, or somebody else decides to pick you up. He makes his way into getting the second line, you know, dips into the first line, becomes a pretty legitimate player, um, extends his career over 10 years, and then jumps right back into it. So I think his expertise of going through the grind – is perfect for a team like San Jose Sharks that needs to kind of know what it's like to go through the grind and find those players that might be close to himself or what he's experienced playing with some pretty high-level players and know what to look for.
1: That's an interesting point. I'll ask you, It for folks who get into leadership levels, is it easier or necessary to be that type of actual player? Grinders, guys who had to learn the psychology, had to right. learn how to get through, had to learn how to appreciate uh being in that space. It you have the John always. You have you, the John always.
3: And that's suspect.
1: Right? But it seems to me like guys who had to learn how to grind. Like it what it didn't the game didn't necessarily come easy come easy to, to them, right? That's that means-
3: yeah, so in some a lot of cases, you know, they seem to be a little bit more successful. But you know, like a say like a John Lynch, a kind of a lunch pail type of guy, because that's usually you know when you're just specifically talking about the NFL, you know, that's what makes the NFL go. Yeah, the guys that you got in front of the camera are the ones that kind of you know the sponsorships and stuff and you know love, but the teams, that, you know, the stuff that make teams go are the guys that are grinders. So in theory, that that helps out. You know, the thing with John Elway, um, he's done really good. You know, we say for every Von Miller. You know, there's a Paxton Lynch and all that other stuff. Whereas, like, this is a position that you should know, right? Mm-hmm. This is a position that you should know. Brock Osweiler and all these dudes. This is a position. Now, finally, you know, you got Russell Wilson. So you're, you know, like on your tenth quarterback that you failed to kind of either develop or even hit, you know, um, the lottery on, who's a, you know, who's a legitimate player when you play this position. So you question that, but he also was able to recruit. Peyton Manning, and um, knowing that that's the piece that you need to win a Super Bowl. So it it just kind of depends. I think not only in leadership positions of, like, general manager, I think it's also um, when you coach and stuff. So you could be a superstar player and go through the grind, or you could be a superstar player or a player that's thought of as being a really good player, and you can start on third base and and think you hit a triple, and then you lose all the qualities of going from – Home the first, first the second, second the third.
1: Well, because you, you you start to ask, well, why can't you do this basic thing that I can I can do with my eyes closed? Right, but they didn't do it.
3: <laughs> but the thing is, it was given to you versus if you went and earned it. And and but they also are uh, stories or, or situations to where great players don't know how to coach because they're so great. They've been so gr- they're so natural, naturally, naturally yeah. gifted in. Mentally at a different place. It's hard for them to coach players that maybe aren't as dedicated as them um, can't do things that they could do.
1: So then I'd ask, if you had to bet, would Tom Brady make a great coach?
3: Uh, yeah, because he's uh, – for a superstar, he's a guy's guy. He's a student it, of the game. He's a student of the game, and oh. he's start came in the league very humble. Russell um, Wilson. I don't. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I think no, not really. <laughs> no. Right? I mean, no. I, I mean, think Russell Wilson would probably be good as like a GM, but not a head coach.
1: That makes sense. That 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 yeah. that actually makes sense.
3: I think Russell Wilson would do really well. At something like that.
1: I I, I just I, I see I fr- him
3: as like player development manager, or something like that. Yeah, he well, do, he dude. he can yeah. Player he can development personality personality's yeah. pretty good, and he's had to do it. You know, he's kind of. You know, he was in that Seattle locker room to where he had to manage himself first. And um, he had to get humbled. You know, Richard Sherman and those guys humbled him. But then he was able to see in a locker room different personalities, manage different personalities, actually grow as a person and personality, I guess, and see how different personalities exited or entered the locker room and how it affected the team.
1: Is there somebody playing now that you go, you look at and you say, okay, that dude's going to be a really good head coach in the NFL?
3: Uh, I don't know. I mean, because it it, I was asked mean, this last night, like, and
1: and other than Brady, nobody. Yeah. Can, like Brady. I thought, because I thought I, Aaron Rodgers didn't no, strike no, me no. like it gracious, right. No. It didn't strike me as that. No way. I, I
2: wouldn't be surprised if when Aaron Rodgers
3: retired, you didn't hear from him for quite a while. Aaron rodgers Rogers. No, he'll
1: be see, he'll be a, he'll be an analyst.
3: He'll be he'll be online. He'll be in a studio somewhere with his feet yeah. up and next to the, the camera. See his new be, tattoo. Yeah, he won't be involved in football directly. Yeah, he just. I mean, nobody you you nobody wants that dude. I mean, no. Um, usually, I, I, people I think, of think of quarterbacks. You'd have right. I I generally look at either an offensive lineman, so it's hard to evaluate because you don't even, never talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know. Or like a linebacker or somebody like that. What about Fitzma- what about
1: Fitz Fitzmagic? No, yeah, no, he's too quirky. Well, but that's why I th- I thought some networker would go. You know who could speak about every. Oh that oh, yeah you I thought mean, no oh, we were you're, talking, you're talking about a head coach
3: yeah. Oh Fitzmagic no, no 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 way not as, as an coach. analyst analyst, yes. analyst? yeah yes. he's okay. already on there okay. Um I, for me I mean it's, like Philip Rivers fits that because of uh. He could tell the story. He could tell us, you know, and, and, you know, he's kind of a, you know, grinder and stuff like that. Uh, But he um, just
2: wants to stay in high school.
3: Yeah. um, But he obviously he's not in the NFL. I'd probably say Brady. If there's a linebacker, Bobby Wagner probably comes to mind. Yes. Um, Yes. I could see definitely see, and I don't know if he wants to coach or something, but I definitely could see Levante David definitely being a defensive coordinator for sure just because of his personality. Now, granted, I don't know if he wants to coach, but then if you can be, a, I'm a firm believer, if you can be a defense coordinator, you can be a head coach. Um, I think his leadership skills don't get enough of the credit. So I think for him being a leader, he could kind of come up like, I, I vision him like a Mike Tomlin, right? Maybe not how he, you know, Mike Tomlin speaks, but guy that, you know, DB coach, assistant coordinator, coordinator. Oh man, this dude can really actually lead men. will be Boom. strongly respected, strongly respected, and will be steadfast in his beliefs, and will be able to lead a team through some lean times, kind of like Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. has, even though he's never had a losing season. But um, those guys come to mind. Um,
2: I think backup quarterbacks would make yeah, backup good quarterbacks head generally. Coaches. But
3: you know, I don't know. We don't. You don't know you enough don't about know, them. Yeah. Backup quarterbacks generally go and they end up on TV sets. You know, um, and, and stuff like that. They'll be on like the you know mm-hmm. the shows that are going on right now. So. Um, you know, I don't really see any receivers, anybody, I mean, there's, you know, anybody like that, you could DBs, you could go like, I'll get, definitely see like somebody like Terrence Newman,
1: Jay, Jay Ramsey.
3: No, but Terrence, Jalen. no, no, <laughs> that, no,
1: that was uh, just
3: to get the look on his face. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> just to get the look on Jay's Jay, face, Jalen Ramsey's <laughs> after game press conferences would be phenomenal. Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. is going to have a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, or he'll have yeah. whatever have new podcasts. whatever new social media thing he's – Yeah, whatever it, the next it, thing, thing is, is he'll, he'll have do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It'll be phenomenal.
1: Okay. All right, we'll throw the break. Rico tell us what's up, and uh, we will jump down to Carolina, top of the hour, Charlotte, the Panthers. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.